I really think that my purpose in life is to make other people laugh and be happy. But I used to do that and not be happy myself. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Danny Lopriori, and welcome to Off the Cuff. You might know me as the guy from the Basement Yard, Vine, the Low Priori podcast. And while I love to make people laugh, just know that I've struggled with my mental health for most of my life, just like many of you. Here on Off the Cuff, I will be talking with some of the most impactful influencers, athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and mental health experts to have real, unapologetic conversations about mental health and breaking the stigma that surrounds it. This show is for you, and I'm so happy to have you here. Now, let's talk Off the Cuff. Welcome back to Off the Cuff. I am your host, Danny Lopriori. This is an episode of Danny's Journal where I actually film my journal instead of writing it down, and I share it with a bunch of strangers. Kind of a new thing I'm going to try, you know, because sometimes I don't know how to write. And by know how to write is I used to journal all the time. I used to like writing all the time, but mostly I've been journaling in my phone and it doesn't feel like as authentic as physically writing it down. So I think I'm going to go back to physically writing it down, but I wanted to try maybe a video diary this time around and see how that feels. But yeah, so let me give you guys a quick update on how my mental health is doing. I got to be honest with you, doing pretty damn good or damn well. You know, my uh, linguistic skills aren't doing as well. But yes, I would have to say for me, I would say over the last month and a half or so, I have had the best non-anxiety riddled month and a half that I've had in a long time. And I think it's mainly because I have been active more. And by active more, I mean, not as much as like exercising. Yeah, I've been doing that, eating healthier. I've been eating healthier for my wedding that's coming up. So I'm trying to do that. But the thing is being creatively active. And what I mean by that is, is I've been in this kind of whirlwind of creating. Because as you guys know, if you guys follow me on Instagram or anywhere else, low purity podcast, anywhere else, you would know that I've journeyed into the stand-up world. I just had a show in Philadelphia. We sold it out, which was really awesome. Shout out to everyone in Philadelphia that came out on a Tuesday, no less, the week of the Super Bowl. And uh, I kind of feel like my creative juices flowing has kept me from thinking about my anxiety and panic, if that makes any sense. It's kind of gotten me to a point where I almost can't worry about it as much as I used to. I think the, one of the biggest contributors to anxiety and panic is kind of just having a stagnant mind, if that makes any sense. At times in my life, I am very stagnant with my thought process and it shows in the work that I do sometimes. But I think the constant writing and the constant practicing of stand-up has helped me tremendously when it comes to kind of figuring out kind of what my purpose is in life. I think we're all kind of chasing that, but uh, I really think that my purpose in life is to make other people laugh and be happy. But I used to do that and not be happy myself. So this is kind of like one of the first times in my life where I'm actually happy making other people happy and making myself happy, if that makes any sense. Probably doesn't. 
I just, I can't find anything to complain about right now in my life. If I had to complain about one thing, it would be, I don't know. can't really find one. I'm having a great life right now. Like, it's really hard for me to like really go out of the way and be like, hey, what's up, man? My life's not doing well. I'm kind of crushing it. And that's kind of a first for me. This is the first time in my life where I feel like I'm like absolutely crushing it. And that's a good feeling. It took a lot of work to get there. I've been in therapy once a month. I would like to bump it up to two times a month, but my current therapist doesn't take my insurance, so I'm paying out of pocket. So paying twice a month for this type of session is kind of stretching it, but I do like my therapist, but for some reason... I don't know if anybody else out there feels like, I feel like I've kind of graduated from my therapist, if that makes any sense. Like I kind of want to like try a new one that kind of gives me more like goal-based therapy. As you guys know, I'm a big fan of cognitive behavioral therapy. That's like my go-to, especially with anxiety. But I don't know. I feel like I want, I need a new challenge in life when it comes to mental health. You know what I mean? I kind of want to push my limits and my boundaries and get to a point where I'm a little uncomfortable in therapy again. I don't know if it's becoming repetitive in a sense. And like, I don't want to not go to this therapist anymore because it's like, we put in all this work, but it's like, I kind of want to see if there's somebody else out there that can open my mind more without that sounding weird. That was my brother, Michael, by the way, if you heard that noise, my brother, Michael's here. He's in the back. We just finished recording some episodes of the Low Priority Podcast. And that's another thing too. It's like, talk about like different things to like test different parts of your brain. Like this is my mental health show. And then I have my like music and comedy show that I do with my brother, Michael. So like, that's also like a huge help. Just kind of tricking my brain into like being active in other things. So that's why I think I kind of want to like maybe dabble with another therapist or maybe see like a psychiatrist or a psychologist. You know what I mean? And kind of like go from there, like get one of each and kind of like have the best of both worlds. I would say that's the only thing maybe that I kind of feel like I've hit a, a wall with my current therapist. If that hits home for anybody else, I don't know if anybody else ever feels like that, but I feel like that right now. And it's not that my therapist isn't a good dude. He's dope. I enjoy him very much. But I kind of feel like we're going through the motions. But maybe I can challenge him, but like I'm afraid to. Like be like, hey, what's up? Like, can you do like more for me? Because he's already done so much. You know what I mean? I really wanted to say too that doing this show, I get so many people that reach out about the show and how it's helped them. And I just want to thank everybody who still is watching and still is listening and taking the time out of their day to be a part of this team that we have here at one and one and off the cuff. It's a lot of fun to do. And I know we talk about like a lot of sad stuff on here and like morbid stuff, but I think the stuff that we bring to the surface kind of makes it more acceptable. So when we first started the show, we wanted to help break the stigma of mental health, especially in men. But as you know, time has gone on and progressed, that's still you know, the main mission of what we do. We try to break the stigmas of all mental health now, which is kind of cool. We're kind of evolving on the spot, like kind of as the, the world evolves with the stigmas of mental health. And you know, it's weird because like sometimes I do this show and you know, I've been in a good place 
But a lot of people forget, I think sometimes that like I struggle with what I struggle with. And, you know, when you're in a situation where, you know, you have to produce content all the time and you kind of have to put yourself out there all the time, it's hard to struggle sometimes because you kind of, you don't want to let other people down. But there's been times I would say that doing this show helps me more then it helps you guys selfishly. I kind of get a, a free therapy session out of doing this show and uh, having amazing guests and having conversations and speaking to people that I probably would never have spoken to in my life without this show. I don't know, man. Just feel super blessed nowadays. Feel like I'm just in a really good spot. And I know life will throw its curveballs and It'll throw its fastballs and change-ups and all kinds of pitches. I'm mansplaining right now. But I feel more equipped to deal with hardships in my life more than ever. And that's a good feeling. I'm getting married in three months. Thank you. Thank you. A little nervous about that. I'm not nervous like about how I'm going to like uh, enjoy the wedding. I'm more nervous about like how Selena's going to enjoy the wedding, you know? I want her to enjoy the wedding because as much of it's like, oh, like this is their day. I, I almost feel like it's the bride's day, you know? I show up, you know what I mean? Get a haircut, put a nice suit on, you know what I mean? Diet a little bit, lose a little weight before the wedding, get in there, shake that ass, you know, cut a rug, put a ring on her and, and you know, get her out. But I want her to just have like the best day possible. So I would say like, that's the thing that's given me the most anxiety now. If I had to say that anything's giving me a lot of anxiety, it is the wedding going off without a hitch. And anyone that I've talked to has had a wedding, they've all said there's going to be a hitch. So that I hope is, you know, that goes swimmingly. The older I get, the more I want to be old, if that makes any sense. Like getting married and having kids, like I want to do old people stuff now. I feel like I've earned it. I put in enough time as like a douche and like an asshole. And by douche and asshole, I mean just like, you know, like partying and doing all that other stuff and, you know, like retiring a certain former version of yourself. And uh, I kind of get to do that in three months. So like, I kind of get to be like, I've never been husband Danny before. Like I get to be husband Danny. So I guess that scares me a little bit because everybody wants to be a great husband, right? That's, you know, ideally you should want to be. So like, I'm just like, you know, I got to figure out how to be a good husband. Shit's about to get real. So, you know, maybe you check in with me then I'll be a little more shook, but I feel like I'm ready for that too. I just feel ready. I feel ready in life. I feel ready to fuck shit up. I feel the most gangster I've ever felt. And that's, um, it's weird because your mind kind of tells you that you're ready. You know, I used to be afraid of a lot of things. And I think, like I said before, I think doing stand-up opened a lot of doors for me just internally to kind of look at myself and be willing to face adversity in a sense of like people not thinking you're funny or people like uh, bombing on stage or having a good set or, you know what I mean? It's a good metaphor for life. You know what I mean? We're, we're all performing in a sense. We all, we all perform every day, whether it's at work or with our families and friends. Everything's a performance. We're all performance athletes in a sense. You know, you go up there and some days it's just not your day. You know what I mean? You go back to the green room and you're like, damn, right. It's not so much the material sometimes. Sometimes it is the material, but sometimes it's just people are going to be people, man. It's not going to resonate with everything. Not everything we say is going to resonate with people. 
And that used to scare me, but now it's like, it's at a point where I'm like, you know, if I'm not going to get to where I want to get, it's going to be because I fucked it up. It's not going to be because somebody else, I'm not going to blame other people for my misses. You know what I mean? I feel like I've always had a sense of, uh, of blame. Like, Oh, I didn't do this. Cause this, uh, when I was a kid, Oh, the coach doesn't like me or, uh, this teacher gave me this grade because they don't like me. This girl didn't want to hang out with me because uh, she doesn't like me. There's nothing wrong with me. You know what I mean? Or if I get into a fight with a friend or family or, or my partner, it's like, hey, like, you know, start to accept a little more responsibility in life. I think that's what's helping me mature right now. I still feel like a kid, but I feel like I'm actually at a crossroads. Both roads are good. I can go down this road. And, and be good, or I can go down this road and be great. And uh, I'm confident that if I keep myself in the right mindset, I'm going to be able to go down that road and enjoy it, not speed down it. I'm afraid that I spent a lot of my life speeding through life. I kind of want to slow down now, like I said, to go back. I want to be old now. You know, like I want to be young and jubilant and do young people things, but enjoy it as if I were old. It's kind of deep or kind of stupid. I don't know. You you take it how you want to take it. But it's like, you know, I'm ready for the old slowdown. Something pretty about that, you know? I'm a big fan of day by day. I think when you go through mental health issues, that's kind of like what you learn. The first thing is that, you know, you're going to have some good days, have some bad days, whatever. But once I kind of implemented it in my life, it's just like, all right, like I just got to battle myself tonight and today. And if I get through it, I'm fucking awesome and then sometimes i lose i have bad days you know some days i eat something i shouldn't have eaten and that messes up my mental for the rest of the day you know there's little things i have little triggers throughout the day that kind of mess up the way that i'm building my regimen like if i eat a cookie it could ruin my entire week and that sucks because then that's when the self-doubt comes in. You kind of like start to like question yourself. Like, oh, I'm weak. I don't have the fortitude to like kind of get through a day without eating something sweet. You know? It's like a real problem. It's a first world problem, but it's like a real problem that we deal with in this country. It's like, why can't I not just not eat that? Like, what part of me has to eat this piece of candy? You know? I just have a fat brain. When I look at food, I'm just like, yeah, like I want that. There's some kind of unhealthy obsession with food that goes on with all of us at some point in our life, I feel like. Not, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but it's like, if I eat something that's bad and I know it's bad while I'm eating it, my entire like day is ruined because I feel like failed myself. And I know that's wrong, but that I'm just letting you know, that's like where my thought process goes. If that makes any sense, I don't want to use the word hate, but in a sense, it kind of like makes me hate myself for that moment in the day because I feel weak. I feel like, uh, like I failed myself. So I would say that's one of the, the other things that I'm dealing with now, but like I'm dieting well now, but I just have those days where I'm just like, dude, I want a fucking sandwich, just deep fried in chocolate, you know? And, uh, I think the last step on my journey is the actual physical health side and having it coincide with the mental health stuff because they go hand in hand. I'm really starting to learn that. I hate that it does because I hate the fucking exercise and I hate to uh, like eat healthy, but 
like I said about doing the older stuff, if I want to live to do the older stuff, I kind of have to worry about that now, which is kind of scary. 34, you know, I'm not old, but I'm not getting any younger. I don't want to be 40 with like high cholesterol and high blood pressure. Right now I have high cholesterol. I just got my blood back. I do have high cholesterol. So that's why I'm talking about food, but we're working on that. I had to switch to a Mediterranean diet. So, you know, I had to switch all these things. And now those are tough when you get your blood test back and it's just like, oh, all that other stuff is great. Your diabetes is doing really well. It's really controlled, but your cholesterol is high. And I was like, damn it, dude, I can't do anything right. So that's when like the self-doubt comes in. The most self-doubt I have now is with health and physical health and dieting. And I don't know if anybody out there like sees like a food psychiatrist, like maybe I should do that. Like I have some kind of emotional bond with food that uh, makes me happy in the moment and then extremely sad as soon as it's gone and in me. And now I know I have to like walk around with it and be fat with it and like uh, <laughs> kind of live with just like this fat decision. When you live your life with fat decisions, it's rough. You know, like I'm hungry right now. I could eat something right now disgusting like i could literally leave the studio go to mcdonald's eat go home go to sleep but i can't do that because i have high cholesterol you know what i mean like i did this to myself this is the worst part about it if i was just healthy i'd probably be fine but yeah i would say at some point i will figure out how to diet because i've done it before and now that it's like health-based it's a little easier because it's like i want to live i know it sounds dramatic but like i want to live a long life you know what i mean got to take care of some people before I get out of here. I mean, other than that, I wanted to say again to all the listeners, you guys have been fantastic throughout this entire journey. I think we've been doing this for two years now, you know, and it feels like we're just getting started and hitting our stride and getting to a point where we're ready to kind of push forward and make this show as big as we possibly can make it. Because it's about the message. It's not about monetary gain and doing all that stuff, you know, all that stuff's cool. Like, you know, it would be nice, but you know, that's not something that we set out with this show. You know what I mean? We've just been doing this show to help save people and to know that we've been able to do that with this show is what drives us to keep doing it. Drives me to keep doing it. Uh, it drives my partners to want to produce and want to want to be a part of it. And that's really special. And what we're doing here is special. And again, I wanted to thank everybody who took a time out to listen to me, basically bare my soul a little bit on how I'm doing, but I'm doing really, really well. And I'm thankful for that. It's almost, I get more excited about the minutes that I could string together to be like anxiety-free and panic-free. Like those are the best, you know, enjoy those moments because anxiety and panic is going to come. It's going to come. You know what I mean? At some point it'll come, but while I'm not feeling it, just stopping and smelling the roses, man. Enjoying it, having fun with it, allowing myself to be happy for one of the first times in my life is the best. It's a great feeling. And allowing myself to be the best version of myself, not just for me, but for the people around me, can't complain. Having a good time in life. I, I, you know, I try not to jinx myself too much, but uh, it's been a lot of fun being able to get out there on the road, meet comics do a lot of fun shit, come back, do a show with my brother, go home, see my dog, see my girl, and repeat the process. I've been able to etch out a nice piece of 
comfort and life for myself. So, you know, and that's something to be proud of. And to anybody listening that's at a hard time in their life, I just want you to be able to realize that we're all here with you. We're all here to want to help you. You could always reach out to us over here at 101 and off the cuff, and we'll try to help you the best that we can. Just keep on pushing. We'll be back next week with another episode. I just hope that you guys can take the message from me today that take those small moments, even if they're short, and champion those moments. Don't champion the bad moments. Champion the moments where that are good. Keep those at the forefront of your mind. Keep those at the forefront of your spirituality. Keep it at the forefront of your regimen. Keep these things close to you because those small little victories, they add up and they add up and they add up and they add up. And the more positive thinking that goes into what we're trying to get done here. And, you know, we're all here because we want to be better versions of ourselves or different versions of ourselves and get rid of past versions of ourselves. Everybody has a different goal. So, you know, for everybody that's been a part of this journey, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys allowing me to uh, be a part of your lives. It's a lot of fun. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys, seeing you guys on the road, seeing you guys on the street, in the mall, because I'll be shopping. And anywhere in life, it's exciting. So I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching Off the Cuff. I'm your host, Daniel Priori. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. We post great reels all the time. TikTok, we post great TikToks at 101OTC on TikTok and on Instagram. Make sure to check us out. Join the community. Be a part of it. Ask questions. We're here to help. Whatever we can do to help you guys get to where you need to go, we're down to help. So I love you guys. I'll see you guys next week with another guest. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I love you. And thank you guys so much for all of your support and helping me be a better version of myself too. Love you guys. Peace. I'm out of here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Off the Cuff, presented to you by 101 Life. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and send us some love with a review. And don't forget, we're all in this together and you're never alone. Peace. Fate Entertainment. 